Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. We are so blessed that you would join us today, taking time out of your day. Um, and and listen, um, if you are listening to this, uh, it's likely going to be Saturday um, at 6.30 p.m. or you're listening to the Sunday broadcast, which is a rebroadcast. And so listen, if you are listening and it is Saturday evening, we want to let you know that uh, Redemption Hill Church, um, which Shouts of Grace is a radio ministry of, we get to get back together in person tomorrow that would be sunday may 29th and so man we are excited the that that ban has been lifted and so we want to invite you guys out um in person if if you've joined us over over the last 10 11 weeks um online and and we've never met you why not come out and join us we meet at vista heights middle school there in saratoga springs at 10 30 a.m we'd love to meet you and your family um, and get to know you guys as well and listen if if you are new uh, a new listener to Shouts of Grace. Uh, Shouts of Grace is a radio ministry where we basically take different topics. Sometimes we take scripture, sometimes we take uh, things that are pertinent to our life, and we apply a biblical worldview and what scripture has to say. And when we say scripture, we do mean the Bible. Um, and so we're inviting you to join in with us, to grab your Bible. And if you are a return listener, we want to thank you for your support and just encourage you that whether you're new or whether you're a, a, a return listener, you can go to shoutsofgraceradio.com and you can listen to, gosh, I think it's probably 112, 113 past broadcasts and a whole host of topics. So um, you'll know that if, if, if you do do that, you'll recognize that one of the things we do is I have very um, a, a, a very large scale of, of people that I pull in from, from different parts of the country, pastor friends of mine, and we just have different discussions. Um, and that is the case today as well. I have a very, 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 very good friend of mine, uh, Pastor Bill Buffington from Calvary Chapel, Inglewood in Inglewood, California on the phone. What's up, my brother? How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing, Pastor Steve? We are doing amazing, man. And you guys are are going through the COVID thing like everybody else. How's how's the church doing and all that? You know what? Surprisingly uh, well, uh, we've we have. I, I feel like we've grown in the midst of this, and in the midst of this, we planted uh, Calvary Chapel Compton. So um, we, we're seeing God is alive and well. Um, this thing hasn't stopped Him from working at all, and um, and we're glad these bands are being lifted because we are looking forward to getting together face to face real soon, but it's just, it changed the way we work, but it hasn't stopped the work. Yeah. I, I saw that on the, um, I saw that on your social media. Um, Clint had, had posted something about, um, starting Calvary Chapel Compton. Is, is that the, is that what you're talking about then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Lord had given us a date and we were moving forward with that date and then all this happened. And so we had a, me and him met and talked and just said, Hey, well, the Lord knew this was coming when he <laughs> gave us that time frame. So, um, Pastor Clint was definitely, you know, all in. He was like, "No, nah, I'm running forward, bro. It's, 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 you know, more more glory to God if He can plant a church in the midst of a pandemic." So we move forward with it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, so today, Bill, what I want to do is, um, you know, you've been on the program several times before, and so what I want to do is kind of kind of jump into what we want to talk about. You know, during these times, you know, we live in crazy times. 
Um, you know, scr- scripture says in the last days, men's hearts are going to fail them for fear of what's coming on the earth. And, and, you know, one of my, one of my fears is I think that, and I think yours as well, is that when you have trying times nationally, like we're having, and, and that extends into a lot of different areas, into jobs, into families, into, you know, things get tumultuous. It, it really does try a person's faith. It tries, you know, I, I, I've often said this before that I think people can hide sometimes in the masses of church, um, and, and, and not really, not, not really connect with God and, and, and kind of, you know, kind of their, their, their faith can be wrapped up in the masses and they never really have to live by faith themselves. And so during these trying times, um, you know, sometimes I, I think that comes out. And, and so what I want to do is I want to talk about a few things out of Acts chapter 27. I'll just kind of prompt our conversation and then get your opinion as well. I have Pastor Joe Funicello in the studio, who's, um, who's one of the elders at Redemption Hill, and he's joining us as well. Hello, Joe. Hey, hello, guys. Bill, <laughs> nice to talk to you again. You, you hey, did call Bill, me, how you doing? I'm doing good. You did call me years and years ago and, and 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 talk to me briefly, but we, we, we can talk about He's that. He's got a beautiful voice, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> so 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 in Acts twenty seven, um, Bill, you, you 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 know the story there. The apostle Paul's really kind of on his way as a prisoner to Rome and he's and he's going through a, a number of storms. The, the implication there is it's it's last it lasted several weeks. He's you know jumping from one boat to another. Um, and, and and what happens is he's going through these storms in, in Acts twenty seven verse twenty. It gets so bad. It says that when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, no small tempest laid on us. All hope of our being saved was was uh, at, at last was abandoned. And so he's kind of describing, hey, this is how bad it is, man. It just seemed like there was no daylight. It seemed like there was no sc- clear skies. We couldn't see anything. And and the result of that was our hope of being saved was abandoned. So so before we kind of kick this off, Bill, talk a little bit about that reality that that, you know, sometimes when we don't see clear skies for extended periods of time, man, Hope, hope just vanishes. Where, where does that come from? Yeah, I think you know, and and I think some for some people it's just looking at the circumstances and not looking at God. And so the circumstances, when you focus on them, they can become quickly insurmountable. They become everything. Um, for those of us that are, you know, that are going to keep our faith in God, you know, we don't deny the circumstance. But if you look up to Him, there's always a glimmer of hope because. God's always bigger than our circumstance. God always can. And so I think that's where the believer can always find hope. Our hope is in God. It's never in a circumstance. So uh, a lot to do in difficult times with where we put our focus. Hmm. You know, I I think, uh, Joe, that when, you know, as coming kind of piggybacking off what Bill said, you know, Scripture says, to not, to not look to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, right? The scripture says in Colossians 3 that we're to, uh, if we're risen in Christ, we're to set our mind on the things above. Why is it so difficult for us to do that? Because we all know those things, right? How come it's so difficult for us to take our eyes off of the things that are seen and put them on the unseen? And really, what is the essence of faith? What's your yeah, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, and it's true, uh, just what you hit on. It is. It takes a, a wee bit of faith, if I want to uh, you know, say that, that we must in the midst of the storms if we're going to be victorious we must look above the storm and look into the one who is faithful because i cannot trust myself in the midst of the storm my own strength my own anything i trust the one that uh, holds me up and encourages me and, and gets me on but it causes me i must i must put it to faith to work 
and look to him in the midst of it. That's right. Bill, the scripture says that, 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 that those whom God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed into the image of Christ. Now that, 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 that's a deep thought to be conformed into Mm -hmm. the image of Christ. Um, as you go on in Acts 27, it, it says that there was two responses to this, to this, um, to these storms, these continual, perpetual, un, unrelenting storms. The first was in verse 30, it says, as the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship, they lowered the ship's boat into the sea until um, under, under pretense of laying at its anchors from the bow. Um, and Paul said, unless you stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. Um, Bill, talk, talk about this part of the sovereignty of God in conforming us into the image of Christ through storms and through trials and our temptation to want to jump out of what God has ordained. Yeah, I, you know, we, we can't find, you can hardly find a person in scripture that was mightily used of God that wasn't taken through heavy things. And so it it just seems that part of the process of being made into his image um, as we go through stuff and what I've seen and what I've experienced, and I I definitely have myself, you know, been tempted to, you know, let me just get out of it, you know, to to relieve the pressure, to get out of the circumstance. And what I've witnessed over the years is people that get out of a circumstance that God has sovereignly, you know, put them in then it, God just has to recreate it wherever they run to. And so, mm. you know, I think the, so it's a bad idea to run from the circumstance. We want to run to God in the midst of our circumstance, because like you said, he's sovereign, he's in charge, he's over everything. And so he knows why it's happening. He knows what he wants to accomplish in us through it. He knows what we're supposed to do in the midst of it. And so sometimes in a storm, the worst thing we can do is look around uh, or, you know, asking other people because God's not doing it in their life. He's doing it in our life. Um, and, and and the only thing worse than asking a bunch of people is looking within yourself. Sometimes we need to look up and ask God. Uh, it might be okay to confirm it with friends around or people around, godly people, but I think that should be our first look is to look up. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, Joe, it, Bill, Bill brings up a really good point. You know, a lot of times I hear, and and, and I understand what, believers are saying, but a lot of times I hear them say, hey, listen, God will not ever give you more than what you can handle, right? And, and what they're really referring to is a scripture that's talking about temptation, right? Where with, with every temptation, God will allow you a way to escape, right? And 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 I believe that 100%. God will never put us in a place where our only choice is evil, where our only choice is sin. But, but the idea that God will never give us more than we can handle, I, I don't see that. And here's why. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Verse eight, it says, Paul saying, for we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. We were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God. Joe, oftentimes God gives us more than we can handle in life, but never more than what he can handle. And it is to show us, is it not this latter part that we wouldn't rely on ourselves, you know? And so storms, aren't they designed to show us us? Yes. And, and, and I think you see that in Mark four, when Jesus quiets the storm, you have the fishermen taking Jesus and this is what they knew. And this is what they're experts at. And they're taking him across the lake. And then they're dealt with, 
oh my gosh, we have to rely and we have to trust in him because the water's coming into the boat and we're going to go down and we're going to die. And all of a sudden they have to turn and say, you know, and, and well, the way they did it was, was weird. Don't you care about us? But, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, that was their strength. That was their ultimate strength that they knew. And then all of a sudden they had to turn to the one and say, you need to help me in my greatest strength because this is beyond me. This yeah. has crushed me. And then yeah. he, of course he, he came through. Amen. Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to continue this conversation on the other side of the break. I want to ask pastor Bill some, uh, some questions because there, there is a second response in, in Acts 27 that I think we don't camp out in enough or we don't camp out and live in enough. So you're listening to shouts of grace. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. Uh, Super excited you can join us. Um, On the other side of the break, we were talking about Acts 27 and just how what happens when storms come into our life and the responses that we have. What what happens when they're long storms and you don't see daylight? You know, there's, you know, the Apostle Paul says in Acts 27 that, man, these storms were so long, we didn't see the day, we didn't see the stars. There were always clouds and we lost hope. And so bad was it that there was a group of people that said, we're out. And and they would rather jump into a sea. I'm not, I'm not sure the reasoning behind that. You know, they're in a boat, but we'd rather jump into the sea um, and experience certain death than, than to stay on the boat. And so Paul tells everybody, hey, you need, you need to stay on the boat. But Bill, what I want to pick up on now is something that that they, as, as a church as a whole, I'm, I'm, I, I see and I know you see the same thing. We don't we don't live this enough because, yes, there were certain men that that wanted to jump out and Paul told them not to. But here's what happened when Paul gathered everybody together in the storm with the clouds, with a hopelessness. It says in verse thirty five. And when he had said all these things, stay in the boat, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of all and broke it and began to eat. Then they all were encouraged and are and and are and ate some food themselves. And so, Bill, man, in this hopeless situation, in this crazy storm, the apostle Paul does the unimaginable. He takes bread and he breaks it and he gives thanks to God. How is that possible? And, you know, it's funny that Paul is doing that because it would be Paul later who says, in everything, give thanks. Mm. And um, just what a what a demonstration here that, you know, in, in everything, we can always give thanks to God. I think the, the believer that understands the gospel, like Paul did, is able to give thanks in everything because no matter what the circumstances are, the gospel is still true. Uh, that God loved us, that he sent his son, that his son died in our place and that he rose from the grave. And because of that, we have hope forever. And so that can't be snatched away because of a storm, because of a pandemic, because of a, a bad diagnosis. And I think the man that understands the gospel can give thanks in everything. And I think Paul is, you know, demonstrating that, you know, as we, as we read that. Man, that is, huh. That is amazing. The man who understands the gospel can give thanks um, in everything. Uh, Joe, piggyback off of that because because here's the truth. You know, it, it's not just in ministry. It's not just you know pastoral ministry, or it's just being a Christian. You are going to have 
trials. Some of them, like Bill said, some of them might be terminal. Some of them might be national trials like we're going through now. You're, you're, you're going to have things that God ordains for your life, right? I mean, he told Apostle Paul when he chose him, he said, I'm going to show you how many things you must suffer for my name's sake. In other words, this ain't an accident. This ain't going to be me following and go, oops, you made a left turn. Now look what we got, right? This is, this is, I'm ordaining this for your life. Talk about what Bill said, the importance of that. The man who understands the gospel can give thanks in all things. Amen. You know, uh, again, it, it would, it, it takes faith in the midst of those trials, but if you, if you understand, like Bill said, the gospel, you know, you read in Romans where uh, Paul wrote, he said that if he's given us his son, his most prized possession, how will he not give us all things? And so in the midst of difficulties, he may not pull us out of the storm. The, the disciples going across the lake, he stopped the storm and they got to see his, his, and they stayed in the boat. So they got a chance to see, you know, something miraculous. But, um, you know, the storm isn't always necessarily stopped. And miraculously, it's going to, God's going to allow it to take care of its uh, work within our lives a lot of times to accomplish what he desires. And so seeing, hmm. realizing that, hey, you know, he gave his most prized possession. He gave us his son that veils rent. We can have fellowship. He desires, hey, don't worry, children. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He's hmm. given you that, man. Chill out because I got everything in control. Hmm. Bill, you know, Bill, uh, Joe brings up an interesting thing. You know, they're all in the boat, Peter included. They're all freaking out. They think they're going to die. And and here's what I love about this. Maybe talk about this is, you know, trials are not meant to just be a pass or fail type of thing. They're, they're, they're meant to instill future faith in us, right? Because later on, the guy who was freaking out in the boat, Peter, he actually took another step to deepen his faith. Talk about that. Yeah, I think, you know, God, in his sovereignty, God allows us to go through things. I do believe they're all, you know, father filtered. And I believe as we go through these things and, you know, maybe initially, and I know in my own experience, uh, there are things that, you know, the Lord allowed at, at different junctures that I thought, man, this is impossible, you know, and and as you come through it, you know, your your faith in him is stronger. You learn to trust the Lord. You learn to Man, let me not waste a month. Let me not waste a week fretting, worrying, mm. being anxious. Let me just look to him right away. And so, um, and I think many times those that are going to serve the Lord, God does allow them to go through things that rattle their cages and shakes their faith so that they'll come out with stronger faith. Mm. Uh, because without that, we can't we can't accomplish anything for the Lord. That's right. That's right. In fact, I, I, I love the picture because the first storm, Peter's in the boat flipping out with all of them. We're going to die. We're going to die. But then he sees the majesty of Christ. He looks at at the sovereignty of Christ, even over the elements. The next time he's in the boat, he takes an additional step of faith. He steps out of the boat and he walks to Christ. And granted, he, he doesn't, you know, go too far before he looks around and sinks. But here's the point. The thing he got, he, he got further than everybody else, and he got further from the, from 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 what he started with to begin with. Before he wasn't yeah. getting out of the boat at all, but then he saw, wow, and he stepped out. And I think there's something important in that for us personally, uh, Joe, and and that is, you know, we are to go from faith to faith, right? We we are mm-hmm. not we're supposed to live by faith, but but it's not, you know, the 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 trials I experienced to enhance my faith on day one will be different on year 20, 
Will they not? Amen. I mean, is not yes. God wanting to yes. bring us out of the boat now yes. Yes. to to a to a greater experience yes. of Christ? Yes, and you know, and as as because He is the Good Shepherd, He knows exactly what His sheep need. He knows exactly what I need. My trials are different, or my testing, my uh, the areas He wants to grow my faith, of course, are much different now than they were um, 100 years ago when I came to Christ. Hmm. That's awesome. Well, let's let's in the last three minutes we have, let's 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 close it up with this because it wasn't just it wasn't just giving thanks in the storm, but it's what the giving thanks did. And it says there in verse 36, and when he had said these things, he took bread, giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke and he began to eat. Then all were encouraged. Bill Man, this is a staple of the Christian faith, is it not? Where when we obey, when we exercise faith, when we give thanks, do not other people receive and reap that same from us? Yeah, and I think this is so important, especially in a time like what we're going through, because just as fear is contagious and complaining can be contagious and believers and Christian leaders have to be so careful what they let come out of their mouths from their hearts. Uh, faith also uh, can be contagious as mm. we as we trust the Lord, as we are able to give thanks to the Lord. Um, we may remind a weaker brother, we may re- remind a weaker sister of the goodness and the faithfulness of God as we speak forth these things, as we walk it out in our life. So I think it's critically important, uh, especially in times of difficulty uh, that yeah, that we give thanks, and that and it's not fake thanks. We we have much to be thankful for in reality, and so I think as believers, Christian leaders, that's what we want to be speaking and sharing from our hearts. That mm. people would be encouraged in the Lord, no matter what's going on. Amen. I think I think Joe, he's uh, I think Bill's one hundred percent right. Joe, it it was Jonathan who was sitting around and decided, you know, we're sitting over here with my dad and all these soldiers and our enemies surrounding us. He grabs one guy and says, let's see what God will do. And maybe God will save. And he goes and it says when, when, when he throws that fleece out and God answers him and he starts going up and he starts whacking the Philistines. It's interesting. It says that the people in the hills saw it and they joined the battle. And it says his dad's camp, who were sitting under the pomegranate trees, they saw it and they joined the battle. And, and I think what Bill's saying there is 100% true. When we exercise faith, it gives encouragement to others who aren't in, in, in the last in the last thirty seconds we have cl- close us up on that idea. Yes, you know, and and you you also see that not only uh, exercising faith and bringing other people along and, and and rallying them because they naturally see God doing the work and they're saying, wait a minute, if that person, you know, who who who's listening to God and stepping out and doing that, Lord, why can't you do that with me? Why can't you work in my life? You know, and 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 I believe that that's something God does and, and rallies us around, and He uses all of us, uh, not just the pastors, right? That's right. Every single one of us to encourage the body. So that's right. Amen. Hey, we are out of time for for this uh, episode of Shouts of Grace. If you are listening um, via online. Um, or live on 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 the radio on ninety three point one FM. Uh, we want to encourage you with something. We don't know where you stand with the Lord Jesus, but um, God desires a personal relationship with you. You are going to have trials in this world, like it or not. You're gonna have storms. You're gonna have cloudy days, and they may perpetuate. 
the choices. Do you want to go through it without God or do you want to go through it with him? If you want to go through it with him, bow your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask Christ to forgive you of your sins and ask him to save your soul and be willing to repent. And God will accept you based on the righteousness of his son offered on your behalf free of charge. We invite you to do that. If you want to know more, you can go to shoutsofgraceradio.com and we will be in touch with you. Hey, God bless you guys. Bill, thanks for being here, man. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.